Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Previously on The Mask of Inanna. I don't suppose it'll spoil anything to tell them where we're going. We already ordered our tickets for our flight to California. Since you won't tell us how to change the prayer, we're going to the only other person who knows. My old friend, Bob Stroud. Why can't I call? I don't have time for this. For what? Hickory, get Alan on that chair. Right. Easy now. Stop it! Mr. Allen, this is for your own good and to get you out of here. Hello, Orson. Hello, Mr. Robler. Do you want some milk? There you are. Focus. Pray. Offer. She's going to be angry. So very angry. I can't wait. It's not over. You can't protect him forever. I'll get him back someday. I'll get him here in Hollywood. Finishing the job he started. Come hell or high water! Have your meal, sir. Huh? Oh, uh, yes, thank you. Uh, just put it on the tray. And for you, miss. I'm fine, thanks. I brought my own sandwich. Enjoy your meal. I can't even drink the bathroom water. And we're flying on a major carrier. Do you know how bad that is to Anana? Well, Mr. Mess. Lewis said he flies all the time. He rents a private jet. Forgive me, Anana, for being on this plane. It's only to serve you. I'll never understand you, folks. This is the great machine. I'll be okay when we land. You sure? All right. Uh, you may want to look away while I eat this processed blob of chicken they brought me. <laughs> Ow! Jesus, where's the lid? The attendant took it. It bit my hand! Look! Oh, wow! Ow! did that? The chicken, it bit me. It's not moving. Don't poke it. Look, see the bumps? Those are teeth marks on my fingers. There's something out the window. Where? I, I can't see around you. It's gone now. It was this black fuzz watching us. Uh, excuse me, miss. They're busy. I can't take my hand off the window. I swear I didn't touch anything. Here, let me help you. Oh, no. It's like grabbing an electrified fence. I can't let go. Excuse me, miss. We need to see you right now. No, Mr. Allen. Mr. Allen, I can't stop. I can't. My dog. Sir, if you could wait until these passengers have been served. She's having a medical emergency. Help me pry her hand off the window. She's... She's stuck. Come on. Wedge a spoon in there or something. Oh. I can breathe. I can breathe. Easy. Settle down. It's all right. Is she all right? I think we'll be fine. Take my dinner away. Had she touched it at all? No. It did this to my hand, though. 
I'll... I'll get you some first aid for that. I want an aisle seat. I'll move for you. Do you think Mr. Lewis is after us? Yeah, but he wouldn't hurt us. I mean, not like this. I know. It smells fishy, that's all. I'll watch your back to Los Angeles. One step at a time. The Mask of Inanna. There you go, sir. Thanks for the ride. How are you doing? I'm better. I don't see his name on the gate. Are you sure he's here? He should be. He bought the place 30 years ago, and the Postal Service never returned my Christmas cards. I don't see any cameras. Stay back anyway. I'll hit the buzzer. Just be careful when you do. What's wrong? Something is watching me. I can't do it. Where was it? Everywhere. It was huge all around the gate. Let me see. Oh, wait, come back here. Oh! Oh, no. Oh, my God. I felt it. And the trees everywhere. Is it coming this way? Maybe if we stay too long. Don't you have his phone number? It hasn't worked for years. He probably changed it. I should call the taxi back. Wait. It's looking at us again. Yeah. It's like those lamps or its eyes. It's coming! Run up the road! Slow down! Wait it's for me! Off me! Get back here! Give me a hand! Put your arm over my shoulder. It's gone. Come on, I'll call the taxi. Okay. Holy sh... Hey, you two. Uh, yes? Alan. Harper? That's the woman who kidnapped you. Just who I'm looking for. Dot, was it? That's right. What are you doing here? We came to see Bob. Is there anyone else with you? No. But my church is looking for us. You better come in. What about that monster you have? In the gate? Monster? We don't have a monster. Oh. Hugin, Moonin, stand down. It's Hammer Falls, fear nothing. Rain and breaks afloat, sailing. A thousand Yorkshire cabins are all the same. That's coming from the lamps. They're light demons! I've heard of them. No insect headed little Nelson fizzles out like that. Awaken the lemurs. Fame and fortune of the raw remorse. Those were the things making the thing? They're so small. They don't hurt anyone. Not like your black blob. 
You know it killed both my men. I had to listen while it crushed them, and you just... You didn't do a thing. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Dot. May we come in? Sure. Why are you here? Uh, that's between Mr. Stroud and us. Fine. Follow me. Uh, after we're past your pets. Get behind us. Humor me. I don't want the urge to run away again. Why are the butcher boys screaming at us? They're saying they won't scare you. Are they now? Just like a fossil, your dandelions push over Norway. And goo 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 to you, too. Speed bump could eat those two in a bite. Mr. Stroud is on his way down. <laughs> Perfect. Do you need to be there? You don't get to dismiss me. As soon as Bob's here, you're gone. How long have you been on his staff? I'm not on his staff. I'm working my way back up the ranks after we flubbed your mission. And that's my fault, how? We would have just come with you if you'd asked. I'm sure. Please, sit anywhere. I'll stand for now. Oh, wow. I want a couch like this someday. Mmm, it's so soft. Is that an original Picasso over the mantel? Yes. Well, they don't paint like him anymore. Are you sure this is the right Stroud? He's got china plates there and jade Buddhas there. <laughs> He's mine, all right. Leonard Allen, Mr. Stroud. Len? <laughs> Hot dog, it is you. Bob, it's been a while. You look like a piece of work. Oh, you're too nice. I've got presidential wrinkles, they call them. I don't care, you're no spring chicken either. Comes with the territory. Hey, how's old Krask? Well... I got caught dead out after dark. <laughs> this guy, I love him. How have you been? Oh, I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying too. <laughs> How about that? I got the cancer. Liver, colon, brain, even the prostate. I bet that started it all. <laughs> the wild maidens have me on a drug that's burning out my metabolism. I heard about that. Cinnamon B, all the rage with the Wall Street kids these days. Well, the kid's in the know. Sit down. Who's this young lady with? Scotty Harper. How do you do? <laughs> a little firecracker, I hear. You put one up on old Dot. You've got a future, kid. I sure hope so. How old are you, Scotty? Never mind. Dot, brandy for me. What are you two having? Oh, I can't. I'd be drunk in seconds. I'm good. Nothing? Not even a screwdriver without the vodka? <laughs> I'm fine. You're probably worried it got squeezed out of the rear end of the Greek machine, like the computers and the pens and the medicine you all use. Stop teasing her. Bob used to be in an anide, too. Then I got a better offer. Dot, the brandy. Coming, sir. It wasn't bad working for Inanna. But check out the size of this mansion. This is the sitting room, and I bet you could fit your whole house in here. You should see my wife. Va, 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 voom. I'd introduce you to her, but she's out. You know, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I never doubted you'd make it. Really? I did. Especially at the beginning. 
Oh, after I lost you, I wanted to bring you back again. It took a lot of heat from the higher-ups because of you. You remember, don't you? Oh, sir. Len, Len, go on the radio, Len. <laughs> Thank Mammon I didn't put you on television back then. You have a radio face if there ever was one. And you would have ripped that off me, too. <laughs> You're killing me. Uh, it was fun, though, working on that old After Dark show. And I got you out of Pennsylvania, didn't I? I always appreciated that. That's good. You always believed in me. Broke my heart to string you on like I did. I wouldn't blame you, except you tried to do it again. When you sent Dot and her cronies to take me. What can I say? I don't have a lot of time left. If I had known Inanna would have let you finish the After Dark prayer after all these years, I would have asked you sooner. And believe the strings I had to pull to get my people in your enclave at short notice. You already tried to take our prayer with your horror show. Master Stroud's grimoire of horror? That was a copy. Cloned for Mammon. And finished. That's more than we can say about After Dark. What did you ask Mammon for at the end? Oh, the usual. Power, influence. Va, 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 voom! We're trying to get even more by finishing your show, too. And you still want to do that? Finish your show? Yeah. I want to live with a healthy, long-lasting body that doesn't need so many pills. Maybe something more, too. A few hundred million and a bit of the foresight. Your rival for the big contract is about to step on your foot. Only for dangerous stuff. Seeing ahead to avoid faux pas at parties. You have a lot of power in that prayer of yours. That's why we came. Uh-huh. Scotty and I want to change the prayer's request. Inanna doesn't like them asking for her to kill people on her home turf. I figured you'd changed it before. Uh-huh. Can you help us? What are you offering? Uh, what do you need? Ah, my brandy. Thanks, Dot. My pleasure, Mr. Stroud. You can save my life. I've got an After Dark script already. You perform it. Mammon fries my cancer, and I give you whatever you want. We went through this in the 50s. No, this is their prayer, not yours. They want to help their kids overseas. You can't blame them. You remember the war. I remember the food stamps, the can drives, and bringing my cash down to the post office to buy bonds. We all gave up something to keep the boys going. The war was real. Everyone was giving to it. This isn't a war. It's a goddamn TV show. It's not a TV show when my brother has to live in it. Bob! Scotty! You have us over a barrel. We can add your cure to the new prayer ending. How's that? You can't do that. Extending your life is a huge deal. It's up there with coming back from the dead. You've got to be the best trick a god's seen in millennia to pull that off. I'm used up. The club doesn't need me anymore. There's nothing to save me except your prayer, and that doesn't leave much space for anything after you throw a resurrection in there. Maybe the money and the foresight, but not saving a bunch of kids in the war zone. What about force fields? 
Mirror illusions? Miss, you know how much power it takes to make something physically manifest. If it was that easy, you would have done it already. Let's say we come up with something that works this afternoon. Would you be able to put it in the prayer for us? Sure. But you'd be dead by then. Me too. It takes weeks for all this tedious rhythm and linguistics nonsense. I don't even understand it all. So Miss McAllister was right. I know. I don't care. It's good to see you, Bob. You too. I've been thinking about what to say if they had brought you in. I know what I would have said to you. <laughs> you scare me worse than any of these guys. You knew me when I was a nobody. You knew my mother. She was a saint. I know. You're a good guy. You're not so bad either. <laughs> I do seven rotten things before breakfast. You're the only guy left who'd say I was decent. And that includes my wife. Do you want to make up for it? Help us. Maybe there's a shortcut. Maybe. You sure I can't get you anything to drink? Not for me. We should probably leave. Oh? What makes you think I'd let you? <laughs> you can go whenever you want. <laughs> We're not in a rush. I'd love to see more of your house. I would too. Dot, go warm up the media room for us. Yes, Mr. Stroud. I have every episode of After Dark ever made. They're great for cleansing the mental palate. You want to hear one for old times? That'd be nice. Miss Harper, sure you want to come? We're just going to be making old man chit-chat. It's fine. Do you have a laptop I can borrow? Dot, get her a computer. Come on, Lynn. Let's hear the old gang again. Come get me if you need help. Will do. This way. You have to see the meteor room. The one time I had Sinatra over, it made him jealous. I had five dollars last week's pay. Some picture postcards from Santa Fe. I saved all of that, but I gave away. This is the life. Surround speakers everywhere. Look at all my records. You won't find a damned compact disc anywhere. Where's the Ella? Top shelf. You have to look up to see it. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh, I had this album once. I wish I never sold it. I've got people like Dot who can find anything for you. Hell, I used to be one of them. Now I'm a king. I wish you could have been here with me. Matt never got another job after you left town. You could have sent him a little something. Nah, he wouldn't have accepted it. He still needed it. He doesn't need it anymore. The gang's all gone except you and me. There we are. You remember this one? The Shivers on Highway 61. Oh, yeah. I'll spool it in the player. Why this one? I pick after darks like I read my tarot cards. They help me figure out where I'm going. I have someone mix up the order every week, and I close my eyes before I pick them. Does it work? Usually. Before I proposed to my wife, I picked out the heart-shaped box. Uh, that must have been interesting. Auspicious. Take any of the recliners. They all massage. I'll show you how to use uh, them. After the show. Sure. I'm not surprised you like to listen to yourself. <laughs> I can't believe I ever sounded that young. All right, settle in. Clear your mind. 
This works wonders. We'll figure out something for you and your prayer. Hey, wake up! Got you! <laughs> you always did. You're out awfully late tonight. It really isn't safe, you know. You should be at home, sitting by the fire. Having a drink and relaxing. Listening to your radio. That's good. You're running. Running for home. But it's too late. Too late to run for home now because you've been caught out. After dark. <coughs> Winsley Wheat presents After Dark, Tales of Mystery and Fright. Winsley Wheat, what a treat. Get your boy or girl upbeat. Good evening, fine listeners. A most peculiar sight happened outside my window this evening. A man on a motorcycle, laughing as if the fires of hell licked at his heels, drove straight off the road into the forest and vanished. I'll tell you more about it right after we have a word from our sponsor. My lady, I have brought the accused. Bring him before me, my castellan. On what crime is he charged? Devilry, my lady. <gasps> Upon my noble blood. This man is a peasant on your eastern fields. They say he toils harder than any man, that he tends to his crops as the masters of old brought life to canvas with oil and pigment. But the truth of his labors is revealed. Out with it. It has been discovered that the wheat used by this man is not of your field. <gasps> he claims it was brought to him by a Sir Winsley, a knight of considerable renown in the Western lands. Truly, I have heard much of good Sir Winsley. Indeed, but tis but a story. I have brought a loaf of bread baked with the wheat of Sir Winsley, made with a special art taught to this peasant by the knight himself. Smell it, my lady. Its rich, robust aroma and hearty flavor is like nothing of this earth. It points to one conclusion. Witchcraft. Indeed, my castellan. This scent, this texture, this loaf is truly divine. Tis no glamour. This is the finest wheat in my realm, nay, in any land in all the known world. And I have dined in all the courts of Europe. I charge with you the task of spreading Sir Winsley's wheat to all my fields and instructing all the peasantry with the secrets of Sir Winsley's patented process, which clearly brings out the flavor of this miraculous wheat. Now carve this loaf and place meat and cheese between its slices. The Earl of Sandwich is coming later today, and I wish to surprise him. Of course, my lady. Tis clear that all meals are bedazzled when used with... Winsley wheat, what a treat. Get your boy or girl a beat. A fine evening to you, weary travelers. You certainly arrived on my doorstep fast enough. I find myself saving all sorts of time on our nation's highways. So even I get a little scared when I see those trees whip by my window. Losing control at the speed of a locomotive? I don't want to think about that too hard. But some folks do revel in the speed, the glamour, and the lawlessness of the open road. 
their wild ways can only lead to trouble, as revealed in tonight's story. I call it The Shivers on Highway 61. John Smith enjoys the highway as much as any man. After a long week at the office, he rewards himself with a tour of the scenic vistas in his state. On today's trip, he finds this stretch of road is starting to have a few cracks and bumps. But it supports him like a good woman, honest and stalwart. Why, here's his exit to a spot that overlooks the valley. But this story isn't about John. This is about the biker gang who owns the motorcycle John has just hit. Oh my, I'm terribly sorry. You always take exits on the left side of the road? No, but but, but this is a one-way exit. It is, Daddy-O. We thought we put our bikes out of the way, but not enough for you. Look what he did to your bike, John. Scratched it bad. I don't know if it'll even start now. I know. Hold up. Your bike was obscured by the trees. Mister, you look at our jackets. They ain't in the best shape. You think we can walk into a gas station, lay down the bread, and have our bikes ready in a couple of days? You're going to have me work two weeks to pay for a bike that can't even get me to a job. Now, now, perhaps we can make some kind of a deal. That right. Pig, Rosie, see on the level. He ain't enough of a square to even drive on the right side of the road. Eh, let's wait for the cops. He can explain to them why he hit your bike. Uh, I don't want trouble. I just came to see the view off Eagle's Nest here. This is Mike's point. It doesn't say that on the sign. It's been Mike's point ever since he drove off the edge three years ago. They didn't used to have a fence there. He was the first man to die on Highway 61. Uh, I'm sorry. Was he one of yours? No. He rode with no one. He kept our noses clean, all the gangs around here. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't, uh, I don't have a lot of money on me. Uh, One, ah! two, twenty, six. Yeah, get out of here. I'm sorry. to meet us at the roadhouse. We're drinking it dry. Man, that's groovy. Big, throw that hunk of metal back in the woods so we can use it again. <laughs> I'll get your real bike. Oh, Rosie, you can make a grown man beg. Arr. But don't you touch my bike. Nobody touches my bike. Cool. Hey, man, remember that windstorm we had the other day? Yeah? I was looking over the edge and this was on the rocks. It must have been under some leaves that ain't there now. Yeah, let me see it. Whose helmet is that? Look inside. Yeah, the chin strap's broken. There's something written inside. It's, it's Mike's rules of the road. Uh, no killing for gain. No laying hands on women. No trafficking the hard stuff. And no taking more than you need. Mike's all helmet. See around the rim? It's the names of all the guys Mike thought were dirty. He made sure their bosses took care of them. They're all crossed out except for that one. Little Mac. Oh, that's heavy, man. Is that Little Mac of the Black Mesas? Keep your mouth shut about this. The Black Mesas own the trade routes. We don't eat their heat, not even if one of them is dirty enough for Mike. Sure, sure, I'll keep tight. I'll get the others. Good. We'll get them so drunk they won't care about nothing. Bartender, round for all my boys. And then, another after that. 
Well, well, well. Don's treating his boys at the watering hole. Why don't you shove it, little Mac? Tonight, I don't talk to you or your boss. Everyone talks to Boss O'Brien when he wants them. Even, uh... Say, what's the name of your gang again? We're the Rolling Stones. We gather no moss, and we take no lip from a black mesa when we're drinking. Uh-huh. About that. I ain't seen you with this kind of bread in a while. And I hear you've been pulling off scams in our territory. Mike's point ain't anybody's. Let me see that green you got. All of it. You can look. Hmm. I'll take half for the boss. And I'll take half of what's left from me. Unless you want to talk to the boss tonight. <sighs> Bartender, make the next round the cheap stuff. <laughs> See you, Don. We gonna take that? Look up at the balcony. That's Boss O'Brien drinking with Commissioner Carlson of the Highway Commission. They're greasing each other's back. Who the hell do I know? The governor? The president? O'Brien's charmed. He's got all the best contracts, the best merchandise, the best wheels. He got the commissioner before any other gang did, that's all. If it weren't for him, we'd be up there, drinking with the commissioner. Hey, look at that. Mac just left with our money. He didn't even give none to his boss. You want to tell boss O'Brien, go ahead. Well... Well, we can give Mike his final wish. Cross little Mac's name off in his helmet and let him rest. Pretend he finally got Mac. I'll cut through little Mac's name. To Mike! To Mike! Giggling. Don, what? What time is it? It ain't time yet. What's going on? They're carrying somebody in. So Brian's business. They're his boys. Hey, look. He's coming down with the commissioner. What's the matter here? Boss, it's Lil Mac. We found him like this, pale as a sheet, stopped out in the middle of the highway. <laughs> What's your man saying? He's got the shivers, commissioner. I ain't seen nothing like it. Oh, old man Mike. Come back. Riding... A bike! A bike from hell! You hear that? Shh! Who's this Mike? Uh, an old biker friend. First man to die on the highway. Get a hold of yourself, Mac. There ain't no such thing as spooks. He came. Ah! Carry him in the back. Uh, get him whiskey. Hold on. What's that in his hand? Nothing to worry about, Commissioner. It's a small bag. Give me that. It's... My word. Uh, I don't know nothing about this. I, I swear. O'Brien, I don't mind you pushing smokes and booze and dames, but this goes too far. I swear, I don't deal in narcotics. Then ask your man where he got it. That might uh, take a while. He's got the shivers bad. Then you'd better stop all your business until he can talk. All our deals are suspended. I'm going home. Commissioner, good day, Mr. O'Brien. <laughs> You sure laid into Boss O'Brien. You. Don. Mac was talking with you before he left. If we were pushing narcotics, you think we'd be drinking in a pit like this? 
I know you had something to do with this. I can't even stand right now. You've seen me and my boys here all night. Your friends have seen us too. We ain't moved since Mac left. <laughs> well, I'll be watching you. Yeah, we're flattered, boss. You really think we brought Mike back? Maybe. We can have ourselves a test. That's Freddy who brought little Mac in. He's O'Brien's right-hand man. I'll write his name in Mike's helmet. And then cut it. Then we wait. My bottle's empty. You can hit the road. I want to watch O'Brien for a while. I'll drive you home, Rosie. Commissioner, you got a warrant to bring all those cops in here? We found your man Freddy, pale like this, stopped in a car with $50,000 from a bank robbery two towns over. The bills still have the bank's name on the wrappers for crying out loud. And I can't watch what all my men do. Oh, old man Mike, why does a fog go right through me, flying, flying like the devil? You're gonna take him in like that? And you too. Sorry, Jim. Nah, I'll go quietly. You know I got the bail money. But not more. Anything you got in the bank's frozen while they finish your investigation. I ain't no Capone. You won't find nothing on me. I keep clean. That's the honest truth. Take him, boys. Looks like we're not getting that Christmas bonus from him this year. And now his boys ain't hassling nobody no more. They were at the roadhouse sick, man. And none of them even looked at us. They're talking about how Freddy had the shivers, too. They're scared. But O'Brien's gonna walk. They ain't taking our money again, though. It didn't used to be like this when Mike was alive. But we got him working for us now. Mike rides with no one. He'd turn on you the second he thought you'd broke the rules of the road. That'd be your mug on the floor. Chewing your own tongue and frozen with the shivers. And you would have deserved it. I get the picture. Just that old Mike was scary enough when he was alive. He'd work chain gangs with killers. Nothing scared him. I'm writing O'Brien's name next. The Maces can burn. <laughs> Maybe some of them will come looking to join us. Now I cross out his name. There. Tell everyone to meet at the roadhouse so they can't accuse us of nothing. It's been two days since they let O'Brien out. Nothing's happened to him. We're running low on cash. We have to pull some jobs. You're feeling the heat? You can leave the stones. Another day and Mike will get them. What are you all looking at? and all he gets is drunker. Why ain't Mike giving him the shivers? I can't think. We should pull some jobs. It's the Dusters. They're holding their boss, Derek. Somebody get a doctor. Derek's got the shivers. Hey! Hey! What indeed? What indeed? He came for me! He came for me! Nobody wrote his name in there, right? I mean, 
You couldn't write one name down and have Mike change it? Derek killed their last boss, but no one found the body. I want to see that helmet. Sure. No, I swear on my bike. Oh, I didn't. Uh, look at me. I, I didn't do it. Well, it ain't here. And no one but us gets in here. Call the boys and tell them... Every one of them gets $5 if it shows up on my bed in an hour. After that, they gotta talk to me. So Mike's running feral out there? But he can't. He's gotta take care of whoever's name is on his helmet. You got something to worry about from Mike? No. I'm going to see O'Brien. I gave Mike respect when he was alive, but who knows what a spook will do. What guilt does a spook have? What's keeping him from running down every one of us? No taking more than you need. What does that mean? Every one of us does that. You don't think the helmet will be here when you get back? No. None of you'd be here if I thought you were stealing from me. That's true, boss. No one would be that dumb. me for a few. I'm getting bed sores. Me. You must be loving it. I ain't here to talk about that. My boys still need paying, but the money's drying up. what I do, huh? You don't know what it's like to lose it all. If I'd known this, I'd never have gone to the commissioner. <clears throat> I spit on the day I was born. I came here to talk about Mike. What's he have to do with this? Don't pretend. We found his helmet. We wrote two names in it. Little Mac, and then Freddy. Mike came for both of them. So it was you. I put your name in it, too. But he hasn't come for you. He came for Derek, though. That wasn't me. I should have you dragged out of here. Yeah, so call your boys. I ain't stopping you. You can ask them to drag Mike out of here, too. Fine. So what do you know? I don't know who has the helmet now. But whoever does... I'm putting the word out to find it. You think any one of us is safe on the highway? I suppose I am. Are you? All right. Do it. It's all I wanted. You might as well have written my name on the helmet for everything I've lost. Even if you were never going to do it. And I could be head of the Mesas, too. Or I could have the shivers now. It's all luck! You got here first, is all. I had four of my friends come in today and tell me to come clean to the cops. Take the heat off, my boys. But I ain't done nothing wrong. They'll see. Sure they will. I don't see a helmet on my bed. I was waiting for you. I gotta tell you, man. Huh? I wrote Mike's name on the helmet. I figured he'd come to take it and go. Are you in charge now? No, man. Do you know what you've done to us? Mike's riding wild and taking anyone he wants. I didn't know. I just wanted him gone. You're lucky I need Mike gone worse than I need to see you crawling on the ground. I'm sorry, man. I'll do anything. I swear. Give me all your cash. I, I don't have much. I swear that's all I have. I'm getting my cash, too. What are you doing with it? I'm buying as many narcotics as I can. You can't, man. You can't. Mike will come for you. I know. He and I've got unfinished business. And I won't have none of you tainted by it. Let me help. You want I should cut you? No, man. 
Mike believed in justice. But this is the right thing I'm doing. Come tonight, we'll see who's left riding the highway. Now, Mike, it's just you and I. And I've got rules, too. Whenever you want a show, I'm ready for you. Don! I told you to stay away. This ain't your territory. Nobody owns Mike's point. Go on. You fixing to leave us, Don? That ramp you made there? Out of bramble and boards? What'd you make it for? So I can fly. Just like Mike. Keep up wind of the fire. Why? I'm burning the narcotics. Don't worry, I'm holding my breath. I knew you'd come, Mike. Holy moly! That's old Mike, right down from the sky. Nothing but the apparition of skin and bones. There ain't no eyes in his skull. He can see all right, though. It's the way it spooks. Want to take your helmet off before we do this, Mike? Then I'm coming for it. I can't look. Mike's charging at him through the flames. Jump over him. Mike put it on right through him. Ha! You touched my bike. No one touches my bike. You never liked fighting with chains, did you? You never had the guts to learn! Oh, and you ain't got no guts now. Mike through the fire again! The smoke's mixing in his body! No! The chain whipped right through Mike! Well, Mike ain't coming around like the first time. He's wobbling. Flying as straight as after a night at the roadhouse. Once more, so I can hit you in the next life. Mike ain't flying so good. He's gonna miss Don. Don hit his helmet. He ripped the helmet right off Mike. See this? It's yours. You should have had the chin strap fixed. Around here too. You wear this helmet, you gotta be like us miserable stiffs here in this world. Flying through that fire can't be good for you since you ain't nothing but smoke know how. And you know what's in that fire. So get out of here. We don't need your justice unless you want to taste more of that blood and sweat that makes the road the road. Where am I? We took you home. You pulled through. 
Why wouldn't I have? Mike got a warning shot on me, that's all. But it took a long while to patch you up. Brian's out of trouble. They dropped all the charges. You couldn't find nothing on him that the commissioner wasn't mixed up in, too. <laughs> he's still got a lousy choice in henchmen. Now he's got two commissioners working with him. He's got twice the contracts he did before. You know, I want to hit him twice as hard now. Mike come back? Nah, not a peep out of him. He didn't touch O'Brien because O'Brien's clean. I guess I ain't so clean. Oh, uh, who is? O'Brien's looking for help. You gonna see him? I ain't leaving for him. Groovy, man. But there's one other thing. Yeah. The helmet. It's still got your name in it. Give me that. It's Mike's scrawl. My name. But it ain't crossed out. He's letting me know that if he comes back someday, I'm the first he comes for. That's heavy, man. That's heavy. So it ends, my friends, and the world grows a little darker. It seems the road giveth and the road taketh away. How arbitrary is justice when we break sacred codes to do what is right? Is there always a price like in tonight's tale? And if so, might old Mike come back sooner than Don thinks? I don't know about you, but after tonight's tale, I wouldn't be caught dead out after dark. After Dark, brought to you each week on this station by the makers of Winsley Wheat, features Leonard Allen, Isabel Huddleston, and Matt Lerner. Our special guests this week were Vashti DeCortico as Rosie, Mr. Edward Winsley himself as Commissioner Carlson and Old Man Mike, and Richard Hamlin as Boss O'Brien. After Dark is written by Matt Lerner and is produced and directed by Leonard Allen. Tune in next week for another tale of mystery and fright right here on After Dark. Those were the days. They were good people. They were. Law and Order's better, though. Well, the writers hadn't seen Law and Order yet. Maybe if they had. Maybe. Oh, thanks, Bob. Nah. What do I need thanks for? Finding everything you need? Yep. Mr. Stroud may know nothing about computers, but I can tell when someone is trying to gain read access to volumes she isn't supposed to. I wasn't trying that hard. You're impressing the IT guys. They'd hire you, except I don't think your family would approve. <laughs> can I have some water? Just a moment. We're going to my mom's after this. Uh, you can tell them that's why I'm checking the plane schedules. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Could you take a sip of this? Certainly. Delicious. Can I have some time alone? Of course. Leaving soon? Maybe. You do know that Mr. Allen is one of the hottest commodities on the market right now. He's not mine. Did anyone attack you on your trip here? No. When you leave, they will. Do you think you can hold them off between here and your mother's? Is that a threat? It's the truth. Mr. Stroud can protect you. You know that. 
This compound has cameras, charms, gates, and armed guards like you wouldn't believe. I couldn't break in here. And the light demons. They stimulate the flight side of our fight-or-flight instincts. If you watch their lamps at night, they don't even have any insects flying around them. Who else is coming after us? Who isn't? And when they catch you, I'll have to pick up the pieces when you break Mr. Stroud's heart. You have an opportunity I would have killed for your age. He can arrange to bring your brother home. And the other Anonites? I can get them the best body armor available. If you help Mr. Stroud, you're helping me too. I'll take my chances with my mother. If you thought she could help, you would have gone to her first. This isn't something you have to decide today. You can stay as long as you want. I can get you plane tickets whenever you want to leave. I don't want to help you. You're on your own now. Just think about it. I need to check in with security. Thinking. Thinking. Nuts. Oh, it messes. No, officer. I thought you knew where my house was. Oh, 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 where were you? Probably passed out on the couch. Oh, yeah. Hey, Miss Harper. Did you get your things done on the internet? Yeah. Good for you. Len, I'm having a late lunch. You two want to join me? Uh, we should get to the airport soon. Can we talk a minute? Oh, sure. Uh, Bob, I'll meet you in a second. Sure, I need to warm up Sherry anyway. What's on your mind? I want to call my mom. I thought we were flying over there. But we can ask her over the phone, too. I don't want to be here a moment longer than we have to. You can't trust these people. But they know what they're talking about. I mean, I love my mom. This is out of her league. These people are experts at messing with your head. I know. But we don't have the weeks it takes to change the prayer. Did they offer you something? Body armor for all our soldiers. I don't know. Maybe it's not the best we can get, but at least it's something. I'd want to see it first. I wouldn't trust Bob to take care of his own mother. At least we should think it over. On the way to your mother's house, certainly. Bob can fly us back if it comes to that. Fine. Uh, Bob, we're leaving! So soon? I wait to see you for how many decades and this is all I get? Afraid so. Mm. I'll have my driver take you over to the airport. I wish you could stay. So do I. And who knows? That's true. Len, you better take care of yourself. Here's my business card. Call if you need anything. I will. You understand. Sure. We all have our time. Miss Harper, you watch over him out there. I will. My track record's good. <laughs> I like to hear that. My driver will meet you at the door. I have to drink myself to a stupor before the wife gets home. <laughs> this is the life, isn't it? Man, oh man, you know it. Get out of here. You call me. Promise. I promise. Good. I'm going to miss you. We could have had it. You're a good guy. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Would you like some music back there? Uh, no, thank you. Nope. What are you looking out the window for? Speed bumps. 
Mm-hmm. We'll go back soon. I'm playing hardball with them. But what you said at the house... Bob knows I'm negotiating. I have to make it look like we're going to leave. What? Never mind. Uh, excuse me, sir. If I could have your opinion on something... Does it involve the Raiders or the 49ers? Not today. A friend of mine has a situation. Uh, shoot. He's got a lot of cousins serving overseas right now. He also has a big favor he can call in to the higher-ups. He isn't sure what to ask, though. Get him transferred to Okinawa. The favor's higher up than that. We're talking myth and legend. Hmm. Guns that never miss? They already have those. Then what's the problem? Smartass. Yeah, all right, all right. There was one rebel in the Boxer Rebellion who could knock bullets away with his fists. He sold his tongue to a demon who needed speech or something like that. How long did he last? Right until they shot him in the back. Now, if he'd had a friend to watch his back... IEDs don't work like bullets. How about this? Orson? Mr. Obler? Creatures. Oh, uh, we need chains and trash bags. There's a liquor store up there. Uh, they never hurt me before. Jump! I don't remember the spell dot used. Oh, uh, how did it go? Uh, Ow! You cut my hip. Maybe we can find some uh, uh, honey milk. Yeah, the liquor store. They like honey milk. Get inside. You're cut. In. My cell phone's gone. They cut through my pocket. Oh, I'll go look for it. No. Ma'am, sir, is there a problem? Call the police. Hit the silent alarm. They killed our driver and they're coming for us. Can I help you, Missy? I'm with the Ukiah Gun Club. Yes, guns. Anything! They cut my Gwen's face off. He's woozy from the crash. I'll get my guns from the car. I'm dialing 911. Hey, you let some cats in. Go on. Get Get away from them. Hi. Hello. Did you talk? Yes. I said hello. They're going to kill you! All you cats talk? No, just us. Guess what happens to anyone who hears us speak? Oh, Hide in the back! God. Come on! Coming! You have blood all over you. Crap! The back door's locked! What are they? I don't know. They're still licking their wings off. We're too far from home. Gwen can't save us. They took Gwen away. What are you doing? 
praying for the speed bump. What's the range on this? It's dark in here, with the sun shining in the windows. I can see their silhouettes. And? They're jumping over the gun guy's body. That's just like a cat. <gasps> oh, crap! What? I should have taken Bob up on his offer. I could pick the door's lock if I had time. Look, his friend is standing up too. They're going to come and get us, aren't they? I have some cinnamon bee in my pocket. One of us might be able to break the door down. I love that stuff. I have it morning, noon, and night. It's in my pocket with my cell phone. It fell out too? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Gwen. I don't think I can get us home. Come on! Focus, Mr. Allen, I need you! Attention, shoppers! You'll notice the exits are firmly closed. There's nowhere you can escape our puppets. They snap quite nicely. Like when I left over your chicken on the plane. They made my chicken bite. I think I see it. The syringe. The cinnamon bee. Over there. It's in the light. I can get it. But I need you to stand up and draw the corpses away. Where should I go? Down that aisle. The far one against the wall. The syringe is by the front door. Okay. I stand and go down the far aisle. Yes. Good luck. Easy as pie. Hi, dead people. I'm going to go over there. Yes, get me. I'm not thinking straight. Ah! Hey, pay no attention to her. You want me. Scotty? Can you say something? Scotty! Oh, God. up. I need you to get me out of here. We'll just lift this shelf off you and bandage you up. You're gonna be all right. We'll just get you breathing again. Oh, we'll get you up. We'll take you to your dad and Mr. Lewis and they'll fix you up. Good as new. Come on. Just breathe. Uh, 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 uh. 
can't lift it off you. You can still hear me, can't you? They say the brain stays alive six seconds after the body. How long's it been? Come on, just move anything. Just give me something. Please, Scotty. You stay away from her. Back. Back. Can't you see she's... Stop jumping over her! Stop it! You can't catch us. You can't hit us with bottles. Don't you know what we are? Why does everyone assume the Nephilim are human? Nephilim? Children of gods and cats. The best of both worlds. You wouldn't believe what we can do. Get back! Get away from her! It's too late. Stand up, Scotty. Let her go! Now the fun begins. We like fun. We thought it would be fun to see you run away from the island. And it was. Like the time we read Matt Lerner's diary. We thought it was fun to tell the speed bump you had lost the mask of Inanna. You little bastards! And we had too much fun playing with your hickory dickory dot. We didn't want it to stop. Like that nasty guardian spirit wanted us to do. But the spirit was yummy. Yum. What do you want from me? <sighs> We want to drive you mad. Mad until all you can do is recite the final words in the prayer. Then Nana will rain down vengeance on all of you. She's going to be very mad at you. I've been waiting ages to see what she does. I know. I can't wait. Uh, I have uh, friends coming. They'll know you killed the driver. Smile for him, Scotty. <gasps> Nobody's coming. They don't know their driver's gone. They don't know we cut the power. Scotty, are you there? You don't have to do this! Scotty, if you're in there, forgive me. Because you still have the cinnamon bee in your hand. Puppet should seize him! Got it! One, two, three! He's a runaway horse. Back off. Let him run his strength down. I'll catch you! Gwen caught you once! 
machine won't hit us. Puppets, block the aisles. They'll rip your wings right off you. We slip into wood. We slip into concrete. Gwen was lucky. Where are you hiding? In the shelves? In the fridges? In the countertops? Gotcha. That was inexcusable. You see? I got some of your feathers before you slipped out. I can get the rest of you. Except that we cut you first. <laughs> Ow! My wrist! Let go! <laughs> Not so easy to hold an old man when you're bleeding. I'm coming for you. I don't care if there's no chain, no bags, no spells. Let me get you some honey milk. You always like it when I give that to you. Corpses surround, but don't attack him. Oh, what did Jesse say? Focus, pray, offer the milk. Focus, pray, offer! Oops, I got some on you. I hope you don't mind gin. I'm wet! Let me fix that for you. <laughs> Come on! I'm wet! You'll bleed! It's not that easy. I guess you can't cut through a handful of your own feathers. Troublesome human. Focus. Pray. Offer! <laughs> See this? Discount wine. Available by the gallon. Smells like coffee. Tastes like liquid. You want to get me? You'll have to get even wetter. I don't think so, you three. You're too slow. And the store's full of wet. Jugs of wine, cases of beer, bottles of tequila. You didn't think this one through, did you? He was less dangerous when he was sane. I'm still wet! I'll drench the counters. I'll drench the floors. I'll drench the shelves. There won't be a single place you can stand. He can fly. Doesn't need arms or legs to do his show. Just the torso and the head. I'll remove the excess. I still have your feathers. Well, you don't fly too well when you're wet. <coughs> you won't kill me. You won't cut me any worse. Even if I grab you. I think you need to take a little drink first. Roll out the barrel and we'll have a barrel of fun. Take Mr. Obler out of the barrel. You raked my back pretty good. One more hit, I won't be finishing anyone's show. Reach in there. You first. Enough games. Now, madness. The corpses now perform the dance macabre. They rise. Their limbs twist. Soon they'll fall apart while you watch. If I free your friend, will you stop? Perhaps. Promise. Perhaps. 
You know something? More than you can comprehend. This cinnamon bee, it's got a second wind like you wouldn't believe. Out, you crappy! Stop it! Got you by the scruff where your mama bit you. Yeah? Start with me. Oh, God. Scotty. Okay, uh, one of you has to have a cell phone. Still with us, Alan? What have you done with her? I need to check your responses. We had to give you a full transfusion and a skin graft for your back. Her father's going to want her body. And then... I'll have to tell him it was me. Your pupils are dilated fine. Your labs are as close to stable as you'll get in your condition. I should ask if he wants her cremated, so he doesn't have to see her in the way she is now. The doctor suggests bed rest for you, but you don't have much time left, do you? Are you listening to me? Of course. So what have you done with her? Mr. Stroud is personally seeing to the body. What does that mean? feels weird to walk. Come here. Come over here. Let me hold you. Oh, my God. I watched you die. She's still dead. But you're warm. You don't feel dead. I feel tingly. I'm not sure I know how to sit down. Think about the center of your being. In your belly, like I told you. Keep your feet planted, but move your center back. There you are. You'll need some practice, that's all. Do you remember everything? Yes. But what happened to you? Look at the black chain tied around her neck. See the sapphire embedded in it? That's an amplifier. Very expensive, very rare. You're lucky I've got two. It's amplifying... me? Nephilim bring back their corpses with basic autonomic functions. The mechanics of what makes a human body work are all there, just too starved of the Nephilim's energy to work. Unless we provide a substantial amplifier like that one. I'm sorry, but you'll never be able to take it off. That's not too bad. Well... The doctor said I still have a hole in my chest, 
under the bandages? It should heal. Your body thinks it's alive. Now, I wouldn't go to a regular doctor anytime soon, but... <laughs> You've stumbled onto one of the few loophole clauses in the universe's mandate against resurrection. Nephilim are very scarce, very hard to catch. But given a little negotiation, the two you captured should be able to do the same thing for me. They have to kill you first. That's right. But we learned a lot from Scotty. We brought her back as is. She'll grow up to become a stubborn old lady as long as there's a charge in the amplifier. If she doesn't strain it, that could be 150 years. Damn. With me, who knows? Maybe I'll come back younger. A young buck. <laughs> but the key is, you'll have to learn how to control your body. You can still get diseases and get your limbs amputated. You'll have to figure out how to put yourself together again. Or tell your body to forget it's sick. That knowledge has been lost, but you're a smart girl. You should be able to figure it out. Wow. This is a little much. Do I have to breathe? For now. I can't pay you back for this. I don't think anyone can. No. I owe you. I didn't want to force you to finish your prayer for me. You saved me, catching those Nephilim like you did. They're out of the barrel, but they're pretty pissed off right now. I'm sure we can arrange something, though. It'll cost me everything I have. You try to convince a cat to do something. Oh, I know. Will you keep them away from the island? Oh, yeah. I'll make sure they don't go back. I guess. Crap. I don't know what I can do. Thank you for saving me. Ha! I owe Inanna. There was one time she forgave me for everything. I'll tell you about it sometime. This is payback. I don't think the debt's quite paid off. You always want more, don't you? Okay, what else can I get you? I've been thinking like a mammon myself while I was waiting for you. I remember what you said before. I think you know what I want. It's yours. A little tinkering, and it's all yours. The Mask of Inanna, Season 2, Episode 3, The Black Velvet Ribbon, was written and directed by Alicia E. Goranson for the post-Meridian radio players. The modern-day cast featured Andrew Lebrun as Leonard Allen, Nellie Farrington as Scotty Harper, and James Scheffler as Bob Stroud with Jennifer Pelland as Dot, Julia Lunetta as Mr. Obler, Carrie Babish as Orson, Mindy Klenoff as the attendant, clerk, and Hugen, Michael McAfee as the driver, customer, and Munin, and Heidi Clark as the introducer. The 1950s and After Dark casts included Andrew Lebrun as Dr. Damien Krask, Mike Babish as Matt Lerner, Pig, and Duster, Michael McAfee as Don, Rob Noyes as John Smith and Jim O'Brien, Marley Norton as Little Mac and Castellan, Neil Marsh as Mr. Winsley, playing Carlson and Old Man Mike, and Jenny Gutbazal as Rosie and the Lady. Studio recording and post-production for The Mask of Inanna was performed by Alicia E. Goranson, with production assistance from Paul Dworkin and Lisa Sturgeon. The script editor was Vicki Bloom. Original music was composed and rendered by Neil Marsh, and the After Dark theme was composed by Sir Arthur Sullivan. All interstitial and background music is available in the public domain. 
The producer and series developer is Alicia E. Goranson. The creator of The Mask of Inanna and executive producer for the post-Meridian radio players is Neil Marsh. For more information, please visit our website at themaskofinanna.com. This has been a Hub of the Universe production. Alicia E. Goranson and the post-Meridian radio players are proud to announce the climactic finale of The Mask of Inanna in a special two-hour episode coming January 2012. The end is coming, and Inanna will have her due. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen, the demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com.